With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Showdown Podcast. This is our Whorehound Wrap-Up Extravaganza special episode. I am Brad Scott, joined by Corey Miller and Vic Miller. How are you guys? I'm alright. I'm doing good. All right, and uh, yeah, we went to Horror Hound in Indianapolis. It was uh, September 9th through the 11th. I'll never forget the last day. Um, (laughs) At the Indianapolis Marriott, and uh, we had a good time. We talked to a lot of fun people, so this episode we're going to review and go back and kind of relive everything. The experiences of the weekend. Go back in time. So where do we begin well, we can uh, st- start by saying uh, we did get to interview quite a few people. Well, actually, well, I guess we should start by thanking the people at Horror Hound uh, for giving us the access uh, and being very welcoming. Uh, we want to say a big thank you to them. Um, thank the people at the Indianapolis Marriott. Uh, they were very, very nice as well. Uh, very, very good, good convention. Uh, there was no Except incidents. for the security guards. <laughs> we love the security guards. Why uh, the the people the the guys that were doing the parking lot? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Those poor guys. But um, but we did. We had a good time, and uh, we met a lot of very cool people. Uh, we met a lot of uh, of uh, interesting alumni from the showdown battles. Yes, and from showdown episodes. So that was very cool. And yeah, we met a lot of very interesting people. Interviewed a lot of uh, interesting characters. So definitely, big thank you to Horror Hound. Uh, check out the convention next year. I'm sure it'll be around the same time. Yeah, I don't think they've released the date yet. They probably won't do that till till Cincinnati, which I think is in March. I'm not for sure. Um, but uh, we did talk to, speaking of Horror Hound uh, themselves, we did talk to Nathan Hanneman, who is one of the, I guess you could say, organizers, promoters. promoters. Uh, we did uh, get a nice little conversation with him. He was uh, nice enough to take the time to talk to us. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about the show? Oh, we've been doing the show um, almost 10 years. Just a couple more months will be the 10-year mark. Uh, three-day weekend event in Indianapolis, Indiana. Whorehoundweekend.com. Just coolest celebrities you'll ever meet, the best vendors you'll ever see, plus MassFest. Uh, so is there any, any surprises you can tell anybody that you know for next year or, or any of the other shows? Well, our next one's March uh, 17th through the 19th in Cincinnati. Sharonville Convention Center, and we did announce we we're going to have a full-on Monster Squad reunion. That's awesome. 
And outside of that, we have a, a few guests from Bates Motel and something that hasn't been announced. Oh, here's a scoop. Um, John Jarrett from Wolf Creek will be making his Horror Hound return. Nice, nice. Wolf Creek is coming to TV, the TV series. Oh, they're doing a TV. Yeah, it's uh, on Channel Pop. Most people have it. They just don't know they have it. But it uh, airs this October, so everyone can watch the new show and then meet Mick in uh, Cincinnati. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he was. He, he, we got to talk to him, and he was like, uh, "Maybe we should do because I, I wanted to turn us so we were looking more towards like their booth that they had set up for their merchandise." And he's like, "Hold on!" He pulls out this whole standee thing and like sets the whole thing up to make it all grandiose, so he can stand right in front of his horror hound signage and everything. And, and that was, was cool. That was cool for yeah. us. I mean, hell, that that uh, gave that, us a backdrop. Yeah, <laughs> nice little backdrop. Uh, I mean, not only did they have that one, but they had the main one out in the main lobby. Uh, not, well, yeah, it was the kind of a lobby. Fest thing? Yeah, with the mask fest and uh, the background and stuff. So that was kind of cool, which we were able to do uh, a few interviews there as well, too. Uh, one of which was uh, with a cosplayer um, who was going as Jim Carrey as Ace Ventura, which to me, that I think that was... That was I thought it Go was hilarious. It. I, thought, I thought it was hilarious. I thought I thought Brad did an awesome job, and especially uh, he looked the part. He yeah, did. he definitely looked the part, and it, he was fine until he just tried to over exaggerate it. And I saw in your face that point when you were like, "There it is," <laughs> as you were interviewing him. I could, I saw exactly when he started doing. Wow, it. we like, appreciate oh, his much. time. <laughs> But yeah, he he was good, and then uh, his twin brother was uh, was Ash. Were, were was they really Ash. twins? Yeah, yeah, they were twins. No shit, actual twins. I had I didn't realize that. Yeah, I took the time to talk to them. They're twins, uh, well, <laughs> and apparently we... that's all they do is they go around the conventions and dress up and walk around together. And but uh, apparently the Ace Ventura one is the more outgoing one. So yeah, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> no, that interview was, that interview was great, and you know, let's take a look. That was for the that right. was, that's for the <laughs> video camera. that you'll that you can see on YouTube because we are recording this one on video, uh, and we do have a YouTube channel. If you weren't aware, uh, we'll have a lot of the interviews and uh, a lot of the other things going on uh, up on our YouTube channel at some point once we're able to to get the time to get them all edited because there were a lot there was a lot of stuff. I was actually pretty impressed with the amount of people. Like we've gone to a number of other conventions and we've had a hard time getting people to just kind of talk to you. And this convention, they were very open yeah. for the most part, especially getting some of the people we got to talk to us. Mm -hmm. You know, they were pretty pretty easy to get to and pretty easy to talk to compared to some of them. They're just like they've got barbed wire fences and shotguns and dogs around them, so you can't are, get to are, them. Are you, refer are you referring to the, the celebrities or the cosplayers? The celebrities. I, the celebrities. Because I honestly see a big difference between um, the cosplayers and the celebrities at Horror Hound than I do at PopCon. I think it's totally different. Because like you were saying, you know, they may have barbed wire around them, so to speak. But yeah, like at places like at PopCon or, or not, not necessarily Gen Con, but or Comic Con even, where they've got... This, this, their security, the handlers, yeah. They're like, Oh, no, no video, no picture. You know, it's like, Okay, but at Horror Hound, it's, it's all good. It's like they don't care. And, um, you know, just going up to the handlers and saying, Hey, can we, you know, just get two minutes? You know? I didn't even go up to the handlers, I just walked up to the people, yeah, <laughs> just walked right up to them. I, I kind of skipped the handlers on a couple, yeah, of them. yeah, on a couple <laughs> of them, yeah. But, uh, 
though Michael Rooker's handler, that lady was like all in my face as soon as I even started looking towards him. She's like, hey, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, I know. Who do you want to talk to? Why do you need to talk to him? I don't know about that. Yeah, some, <laughs> some of the handlers, I think, I get it. You know, they're supposed to be doing their job. But let's, you know, if there's nobody around, just relax. Yeah, you never know. Um, so we did get to meet a lot of very interesting people. Yeah. Um, who do we want to start off with? Um, well, let's, let's start with the first one we talked to. The, the first, uh, we talked to Amanda Beers. Uh, from Fright Night and uh, Married with Children. Hey, showdowners. We are here with Amanda Burst, uh, acting legend. One of my favorite characters as a child was Marcy Darcy. Uh, the legendary Married with Children, groundbreaking show. Uh, you've been a part of Fright Night, a uh, ton of other things since. Uh, so what our listeners really want to know is if for 365 days you either had to have a popcorn kernel stuck in your tooth or you had to wear flip-flops 24 hours a day, seven days a week, which would you choose? Popcorn. Immediately, just yeah, no I hesitation. Love I love popcorn. But you love the feeling of a kernel stuck in your tooth? I can handle it. You can handle it for yeah, a full year, Yeah, 24/7. especially if it was good popcorn in the first place. Oh, if it was kettle corn. Okay, I'll do that. Absolutely. Sugar. Yes, Marcy Darcy herself. Yeah. And she couldn't have been nicer. No. no she all. was awesome. She was very kind. Uh, yeah, she was, uh, and she was one of the people I was most looking forward to meet because that was my childhood. Yeah. I mean, Married with Children, I grew up with, you know, uh, watching it live each week, and then I even, you know, the reruns still to this day. I mean, that's TBS every morning. Yeah. <laughs> 5 a.m. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was very cool, and we were very, very gracious for her time. And uh, uh, then... <laughs> We also talked to, uh, as, as we said, Michael Rooker. I thought we were going to kind of save that one. No. You just no. want to jump into it? Yeah. Let's jump into it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it is Michael Rooker. Correct. But we are here and honored to be interviewing 61 year old Michael Rooker. You ain't even wrong, At Horror Hound Convention. Can you believe this, guys? Called me Michael Booker. I said Rooker. It's just, it's a it's a tweak in the audio. Hey, you got you got it you got it. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Uh, we are uh, honored to be here with you, sir. Star of Cliffhanger, and I have to ask you. All of our fans want to know if for one year, 365 days, yeah. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, yeah. you either had have a popcorn kernel stuck in your tooth, or wear flip flops 24/7. What would you choose? Shut up. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, 61-year-old Michael Rooker. Showdowners. 12-year-old. What's your name, Bo? Oh, yeah. You don't know my name What's either? Name? That's, name? that's the real embarrassment. Brad name? Scott. 12-year-old Brad Scott. You know, when you did that, when he called you, when he, when he said something... I didn't realize you had said had said well, it wrong. I heard it, and I thought he I thought he was really mad. Like I honestly thought he was mad he, for a well, second. Well, he kind of like I don't know. He kind of stepped on my words, anyways. Yeah, and that's why. Like I think it's why I kind of got jumbled. I don't well, know. I mean, he, it was he, just he, bad interview. <laughs> well, well, I think you were you were really thinking about getting that sixty one year old in there to. A little peek behind the curtain. There was talk before we did the interview about how somebody that was in front of there us. There were two women. There were two chicks in front of us, and he asked them how how old he was, and they because they didn't know. And he's like, "Look it up on IMDb. You should have these answers if you really if you're a real fan." So we did real quick. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think that's what yeah, was surprisingly impressive. they didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I think you would have had he would you would have gotten a different response had you have been them saying sixty one year old Michael Rooker. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. So he's not Michael Booker, uh, which he promptly called me out on. Oh, and with a bitch at that. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was so funny. But you know what? I think he was playing. He went in. I, I, he went in hard on that one. <laughs> yeah, but he's got the personality that I think. I mean, he obviously he knew the camera was wrong. He's he's yeah. not going to intentionally be. Uh, a dick or anything like that. He was playing along right with it. Was it just, it was really good. It. it was a strong one though. He was he was really strong with it when he came in. <laughs> so we also uh, we also who else did we get to meet? Uh, then we went. Uh, we uh, met uh, D. I mean, we, okay, we don't nec- Yeah, we also don't necessarily have to go. No, 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 we don't have to. But it's easier. To it's remember. easier to go. It's whoever comes to my mind first is where I'm going. Yeah, so. and D. Wallace, who you guys know from a recent episode, Cujo. Yes, uh, she, she was kind of mom. impressed. When we told her that it was this week, that week's episode too. I think she could. I, I, it seemed to me that she's like, oh yeah, yeah, sure it was. <laughs> no, really, it was. It just happened to be. We're we're totally serious. But- Again, another sweetheart. Yeah. yeah, very kind. Gave us you know, gave us more time than we probably deserved. Was very good sport mm-hmm. uh, about the jokes and uh, yeah, Corey has a little crush on her. I never said that. Oh, I thought you no, did. no, was but that we, you you could see in your eyes now. It wasn't me. No. Yeah, um, but she was spreading uh, she rumors. Was, she, seemed very, she seemed very impressed when I pointed out that uh, Stephen King had said that she did the best job of portraying a character from one of his books. Yeah, she seemed like flattered. Yeah, sincerely flattered that we knew that and brought it up. So yeah. uh, she was very awesome. We and, do our homework on this show, <laughs> sort of. Some of us. Come on, man. <laughs> If we literally hadn't done that episode, we probably wouldn't have walked up to her either. I would have called her like, you know. E.T.'s mom? No, I would have. He wouldn't have even remembered that. I was going to call her like Sandy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We're here with Sandy Williams. Sandy Sandy Williams. Here at D. Williams. Um, So, yeah. I, I wonder if you do get to talk to a sweetheart like that. I wonder how that would go. Hey there, showdowners. We're still here at Horror Hound in Indianapolis, Indiana. And we are so excited and honored to be joined by the star of our most recent Survivor Series episode, Cujo, D. Wallace, who's also been featured in The Howling and E.T. D. How are you today? I'm fabulous. How are you? I am wonderful. This I'm giddy because uh, <laughs> that was one of the first movies when I was a child that actually scared me. And then Good. we just rewatched it, and being a parent, yeah, I'm, you see it from a whole different perspective when you're a parent. I'm amazed you didn't kill that kid. I mean, as I'm a, amazed I didn't kill the dog sooner. <laughs> now let me ask you this: If you ever hear this, does it give you PTSD? No. Just hearing the, the, the no. future of the, the child no. that bit your fingers, which was a real no. thing. Hearing that makes me think of my good friend Tony Danza and how much I loved him. But you'd have to go really far in my brain synapses to connect that with Cujo. Now, how, 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 what was the most difficult part about filming Cujo? Filming Cujo. I'm You're the ki- best. I'm not kidding. I mean, I wouldn't even know where to start. Everything was, how do we break down? How far do we break down? How many times do we break down? You know, you're working with a four-year-old kid and a dog. So when they both worked, they printed it. So you had to be on 
all the time. It's so weird. This is exactly how I feel every time I do this podcast. I feel like I'm working with a four-year-old child and a dog. Um, now, wow. Now, uh, you're obvious. Yeah, yeah, he's the dog. Um, now, you, uh, like, are you aware that Stephen King actually said that you had the best performance of any character he's ever written? I am aware of that. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, he's he, very gracious when he talks about my portrayal. And trust me, he listens to the show and watches our YouTube channel. So, I love uh, you, Stephen. And who else do we get to talk to? Uh, Go ahead. We, we spoke with, uh, well, from that same thing, we spoke with the guys from Pit Fire of Hell. So they spoke yeah. with us, and we spoke to them, and you cracked them up. So that was actually kind of fun. Uh, we did <laughs> an interview with the two stars of Pit Fire of Hell. Yep. Uh, Corey and Vic. That's right. The, the, the headliners. Yes. Yeah. We're the stars. <laughs> uh, We're the yeah. uncredited stars. <laughs> you want to list off uh, ways people can see Pitfire of Hell, Corey? Vic? You can see them on, uh, you can go to their Facebook page. Pitfire of Hell is the best way to get a hold of them. You can also uh, order the movie through their web, through their uh, Pitfire of Hell uh, Facebook page. And we'll have on the video, you'll see the little link down there at the bottom. There you go. He's adding more freaking work for me. You see this crap? Mm. Yep. He doesn't have to do it. Now he wants all this fancy stuff. Uh, that's right. We, uh, we just recorded the Child's Play episode, which you'll hear in, uh, in a few weeks. Uh, so, but they had most of their the special guest co-host. Yes. Harper Henson. My daughter, my nine-year-old daughter talks Child's Play <laughs> with us. It's good. <laughs> um, so they had almost the entire cast from this film was there. Mm-hmm. And Brad didn't even realize even it. Alex Vincent. Yeah, Alex Vincent was there, who Harper got to meet. Yep. And, a picture with. Yeah, and I will say this: uh, Alex Vincent, awesome guy. Uh, Christine Elise, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Here's why I'm mad. Okay, so my daughter loves Child's Play and Child's Play Two. Right. And so we went up to meet her. We're standing up there. She glances for a couple up, of minutes. For a couple of minutes, she glances up and sees us. Then goes back to her phone, finishes whatever she's doing. It's a little, it's a, it's awkwardly long. Yeah, like to the point where she should have probably stopped what she was doing and just addressed us. Um, and then, and then there's the whole thing of, oh, I didn't see you there. Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, <clears throat> literally made, made eye, eye contact, contact. <laughs> as we walked up. Um, so then my daughter's just saying nice to meet you, and she loves child's play, and, everything and she's else. a little shy too. So. A little shy, yeah. And she's going nowhere, like not. Just not standing up even or just kind of sitting there. And that's fine, right? Um, I noticed it said photos free with autographed. And autographed photos are 25 bucks. Um, but I was like, well, hey, do you have like a like a $10 photo only option? I was, and she was like, uh, no, but I mean, you can get an autograph. And I was like, oh, well, 25 is just a little more than I have the Spings. We have other people, you know, we have other people wanting to get pictures with. And she's just like, oh, yeah, sorry. Which is fine. Honestly, that's fine. That didn't bother me one bit. I get it. She's there to try to make money. That's fine. If that's how she wants to do it. So here's what bothered me. Later on, I know I watched this guy go up, wait for the next person in the line, go up, start talking to her. Okay? She comes out from around the table, has her assistant or whatever, take a photo with the digital camera. Uh, then they have to do it like three times because it's a digital camera and it's slow and the reactions <laughs> are off. Um, never once took money from him. Didn't He didn't walk away really? with a photo, nothing. That pissed me off. <laughs> really, my nine-year-old daughter 
can't get a ten. I'm willing to give you ten bucks, right, for a photo, and you can't do that. But this douche, which no offense to him, <laughs> this cunt, apparently he has apparently he has the clout. This cunt decides <laughs> uh, he's more important than my nine year old. So big shout out to Alex Vincent, who I made sure I gave ten bucks to, and was happy to take three photos with my daughter and talk to her for about five minutes. Uh, very nice guy. So yeah, that's my. Let's see how it happened. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't yeah, I wasn't that. recording that. We one. don't have that. <laughs> no, um, and Chris Sarandon was also there. He played the policeman or the police officer in Child's Play. Uh, Brad didn't even realize he was there. I just you told didn't him either. That. Everybody, no, did. everybody. Well, then why didn't we get? Then why didn't we go talk to him? I didn't even realize he was in Child's Play. I knew he was there though. You didn't realize he was in Child's Play. No, it had been a while since I'd seen it, and so I, and I had forgotten that he was in it. Well, who else did we talk to? <laughs> I wanted to talk to Pam Greer. Yes. Uh, <sighs> first, first ever denial. Complete rejection. Just yes. first oh, she interview denial in the history of the showdown. She doesn't do. She can't do recordings. Yeah, which I found out okay. later. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, somewhat reason, but I'm not even sure. No, uh, I, I saw her doing recordings with other people. Um, well, but they could yeah. have had deals. I don't. I don't know. That's that's one of those things we can't be mad about. That. No, I'm not mad. We don't want to be the show that's mad. mad that somebody turned us down. Because who are we, Vic? We did the showdown podcast. We didn't even show. have business cards. Okay, <laughs> like we can't go in there and expect everyone to just like. We should just be appreciative of anybody who does give us a few. Look at what we're walking up with. <laughs> this this guy. For the listeners, he's pointing at me. We start off in the negative. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so moving on. No, I was disappointed. Yeah, the Catherine Hicks is the one I was most disappointed. I really wanted to talk to Pam Greer myself, just because we've had we've featured her, and there's like at four movies. Two. Well, that I've that I've was done it two or three. But speaking of the other black celebrity at the convention, we did talk to Tony Todd. That we did. Who was awesome. Yeah. May have been the best interview of the entire weekend. Yep. Yeah. Uh, was gracious from start to finish. Like the first day we walked up and bugged him, he was happy to talk to us. We came back the next day. Didn't he even remember. have to buy shit. Right. Did you guys notice that he remembered from the night before what we did? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because he said, you're a comedian. Like, That's right. I remember you told me you're a comedian and they're budding filmmakers. And That I was impressed with. Yeah. I was like, and Damn. he's black. <laughs> I think that may have been the in, thing, that in which is why I was thrown in front of the wolves <laughs> right off the start. But I yeah, had to play that, Captain Ahab, which that is okay. guy was extremely gracious with his time, um, and he was great in the interview. Yeah. Yeah. His answers were awesome. His stature carries a lot of weight in itself, mm-hmm. uh, and it was just a very cool moment. That we got to talk. Hey, showdowners. Welcome back. We're still live here at Horror Hound in Indianapolis, Indiana, Indianapolis's largest horror convention. And it is an honor to be joined by the man, Mr. Candyman himself, Tony Todd. Tony, how are you? I'm great. I'm here in Naptown, and I'm still awake. And I really like your shirt. Oh, thank you, man. Uh, Yeah, I collect T-shirts. It's a good thing about being an actor. I get to travel the world. I get to take bits and pieces of the things I like. And if you check this out, I also collect watches, right? That's a Modern Times watch with the late, great Charlie Chaplin. One of my really? Inspirations and heroes. My 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 home comedy club in here in Indianapolis. I'm a comedian. Crackers. Uh-huh. Crackers. Our logo is Charlie Chaplin. Nice. And he's our unofficial mascot. Yeah, I remember you telling me you're a comedian. Absolutely. Right? I just it's hard to tell. Budding filmmaker. Yep. So all you showrunners, people, I'm pointing to all the people it takes to make up things and make it great. 
Uh, now our listeners want to know one thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you've been the Candyman. You made one of the best uh, cameo appearances in history in Final Destination. Uh, I remember watching it and being shocked during the movie. Um, if you had to, for 365 days, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, either have a popcorn kernel stuck in your tooth or wear flip-flops, which would you choose? Well, I think flip-flops are like an item from below the ground. It's an item from hell. One of the most hellish things I ever heard is a mall where you just the sound of 100 people flip-flopping along, okay? So I guess I would take the kernel of corn in my teeth, but that would be a, the lesser of the two annoyances. Absolutely. You're 100% right. Flop, 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 flop. I heard a woman running in the flip-flop twice. It's, it's awful. <laughs> and the little middle toe thing, who puts that on a shoe? And, like, you know, it makes the toe all crusty and whatnot. I'd rather have the gout. I'd, ra I'd rather have the shits. <laughs> Last question: Who wins a fight? Clean, folks. Who wins a fight between a lion and a grizzly bear? That's a tough one. Lions are ferocious, but they're single-minded. They're one-minded thing. If they can't go for the kill, they're not going to die. But they may not run away. But they just may give the bear an opportunity to get wrestling with it. You know what I mean? Grizzlies. I think I would be more afraid of the of the grizzly bear. Because they're so big. They're mm -hmm. like 600 pounds, man. They oh, got one claws. Hit, yeah. Boom. It's like facing George Foreman before he invented the grill. You know? <laughs> Boom. But Ali handled it. So, <laughs> Like you said, at the, at the end of the conversation, <laughs> you go, now I can die now. Which is exactly how I was feeling the whole point. Because like that, that was like one of the main things I wanted. Was it was to just talk so down. much fun. And I didn't like, mean just that because, in general. Like, I'm not that person. It's not because I'm a diehard Tony well, Todd yeah. fan. I've seen but to get a, a handful of his movies, I did think that his appearance in Final Destination is one of the best cameos ever. Yeah. Um, just because he's the candy man and yeah. he's like well, his the surprise role, factor in that. The surprise alone. factor, the, well, the like role he was playing. Um, yeah, so that, I, I did think that's one of the best cameos ever. But it was just how good of an interview mm -hmm. he was. Yeah. Like I was like, yeah, we could we could we could kill our show. It's right an now. experience. It, it's it's an experience. It's at very, that he's point. fun. He's very fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Who, is there is there anybody else? There was I, I was I wanted to talk to Ted Ramey, but I just I you just, kept talking yourself out of it every yeah. time I talk you into going to talk to him. You're like, oh, he's not going to want to talk to yeah. me. I'm like, oh my god, just who, go talk to him. Who did you guys think was the best non celebrity interview? My favorite was the VFX um, guy that did, had the uh, the the zombie on his hip oh, yeah, that yeah, made yeah. noise when you moved it around. His his entire booth, like I went over and checked out his booth when you guys had left, um, and I went back through there through the uh, the mask hall, and uh, his whole booth is just hilariously fun. Well, now that was that your favorite person or your favorite interview? Um, I'm talking about the actual interview with someone who is your well. That favorite? interview was hilarious. Okay, from where so, we yeah, were standing. The zombie guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember that one, to be honest. Really? Well, you had been drinking a bit. Yeah. <laughs> we won't uh, deny this at all. Uh, <laughs> what was your guys' favorite parts? Um, I think I just enjoyed... I don't think I had a specific part of it. It's just everything in itself. I think the Tony Todd interview... It was, no, 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 no. What was your favorite part of that interview? Oh, of the that interview? The zombie interview. Oh, the zombie interview. I'm sorry. Um, the one that we just watched, that we flashed back to. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I think we lost him. That yeah. like when you were as you were having the conversation after you were interviewing him, he was interacting. He was using the the zombie to interact. Like it wanted to talk, even though it couldn't. It was just like making fucked up noises the whole time. Like the, it seemed like the zombie was trying to answer the questions. At, at, so he yeah. was he was puppeteering it. Mm-hmm. I guess that the fucking word puppeteering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was he was puppeteering it just just so it seemed like it was part of the conversation, and that's why I liked about about his interaction. You know what I that. love. You actually watched the interview recently. You have not. No, I haven't. Seen that. <laughs> you tried to give a vague general answer, and then as soon as Vic said something, you were like, "Oh no, yeah, that was what I was talking about. That was my favorite part too." Saw right through that. <laughs> I haven't seen the footage. He's got it. All. Um. So okay, that was your, who was your favorite non-celebrity interview? Non-celebrity. Um, I would probably have to go with the Ace Ventura. Uh, cosplayer. Oh, okay. With and then with uh, the with Tara Reed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tara Reed. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah, if you want to see the what we're talking about, go to uh, our YouTube page, the Showdown Podcast. And uh, but the guy walked up, being that he was. And here's the thing: I did know his name. Did I you knew really? it was Ash from Evil Dead? Yeah, I saw Evil Dead like less than a year ago. Okay. Then, we- sir, I have to commend you on your quick wit. To uh, that's why to, it, to me it was funnier to call him Tara Reed. <laughs> And now he's it's a Halloween episode. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, 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 yeah, that was that was just I thought it was funnier. But it's he has the the chainsaw for a hand. Yeah, he's w- interviewing. Brad is interviewing uh, the guy dressed up as Ace Ventura, and he doesn't know that Ash comes into the picture and is standing right behind him because yeah, he's standing behind me, breathing in my ear. Like I'm I'm recording them, and he's like, <sighs> I'm like, I was like, dude. Go behind him. <laughs> and he's like, what? Who, me? I'm like, yes, go behind him. And I was standing <laughs> far enough away that I didn't know that you had done that. So when I saw him walk in, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be good. I have, And I did not notice him for a while. <laughs> yeah, no. He'd been there for a good bit. Yeah, you were wrapping up, and you happened to glance at me, and I pointed over to your, to your left. And you turn around and were like, oh, hey. <laughs> he was right in your face. That's how close he was over my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, because he was like looking behind you and stuff, and you didn't even realize it. And it was it, it's hilarious. Um, you know who my favorite interview was? <laughs> what? Um, uh, what, oh, what, what character was she? Uh, the, one that, the lady that hit on me. Oh, she was Pinhead. Pinhead, pinhead, yeah, pinhead. female pinhead. That was that she was, was funny. Yeah, that was good. Like she knew how to play along with the with the like the show and everything. And and yeah. she also played along in her with her character. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like she brought the and I thought one of the, the best pictures the of me and her looking at that box. Yeah, that little Pandora box thing. I yeah. thought that was a cool. Yeah, <laughs> you were like, I know what that thing does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good without it. Yeah. She said, "Do you want to you want to open it?" I think, and then you're like, "Nope, I know what that does." <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that that was that was really good. She's one of the few people in that. Obviously, Ace Ventura did his thing, but she made that the the she it just put enough of the into the interview to make it interesting, mm-hmm. oh, rather than going overboard. Uh, you talked to Slender Man too. Oh yeah, uh, but it, it was a fun time. Actually, an interesting conversation I had when you guys walked away. Um, the uh, the guy that did the, the the horror busts. Yes, that was another good. That yeah. was another good one. And he told me uh, I was talking to him, and he goes, he goes, he goes. I was really glad you guys came over and talked to me. I'm like, oh yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, I don't see very many black people at these things. <laughs> <laughs> who uh, who did uh, who who did Corey interview? Uh, that was Nathan, the horror hound guy, and, and Timo. Timo. It was a bad. He did another one too, didn't he? No, I don't know. Didn't you do a really so bad nice. interview? Who are you really badly interviewing when I walked up? That was 
That was Nathan. Was that Nathan? Yeah. Oh, you know, what you're probably thinking about is we were trying. He was trying to explain the whole T-shirt situation, and you're like, "No, that was horrible. Let me do oh, it." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah. Keep an keep an eye out, or like if if you have, if you're listening, you'll have to go watch this part. Uh, we usually do some sort of little fun question or fun thing to make our interviews different and interesting. And this year, I pointed out to Corey um, that. Anytime you say some, sell someone nice shirt, even if they know the shirt they're wearing, they will almost always instinctively look down at it real quick. Yeah. And so we just started doing that to random people, and like and only one person didn't. Uh, so pretty much every interview starts off with me telling them nice shirt. Yeah. He even got Corey on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After he knew the whole thing, too. Yeah. However, it didn't get me, so I get... I <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pathetic. Because <laughs> he literally knew what I was doing. Right, now. <laughs> and I knew, I knew. I had to wait 20 minutes. <laughs> he would not have a fucking clue. It's like a goldfish. <laughs> yeah. I'm hungry. I think we just fed you 20 minutes ago. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, and then, actually, who was... Uh, who was the... Uh, I'm trying to find his name here. Um the the pro- the professional wrestler was Kevin. Oh, Kevin Thorne. Kevin Thorne, super nice guy. We yeah. didn't get an interview with him. Yeah, he, we, we didn't get to talk to him on camera, but we talked to him off uh, off camera. And he was quite just a super bit nice. Too. Yeah, quite he was a while. super nice and very funny. Yeah, very naturally funny. Good sense of humor. Um, but he's actually. When are you putting this episode out? Um, it's probably gonna go out Wednesday of this week. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can actually meet him uh, this Sunday from five to seven thirty. At Scotty's Brew House, downtown Indianapolis, they oh, yeah. are doing a Clash of Champions tailgate party. Are either of you going to Clash of Champions? Unfortunately not. I am. I know. And uh, I will be at the, the tailgate party as well. So if you want to stop by and say hello, uh, Kevin Thorne will be there. I will be there. Uh, and a lot of other Brent, local Is Brent people. going to? No. Brent is his other podcast wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, he his has, other podcast. He has life? plans yeah. with his girlfriend okay, for their, for her birthday, so uh, uh, they will be. Are you it. his first podcast wife? Well, we both are. Oh fuck we're, that! We're <laughs> we're, you're the you're the we're wife. sister wives. <laughs> oh god! We just live that. in this house. <laughs> All of us. Ugh. No, we don't have separate houses. Oh uh, okay. Well, but in the same like yeah, cul- we, cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. Go meet Kevin Thorne this uh, Sunday, five to seven thirty at Scotty's Brew House downtown Indianapolis, Indiana. Before Clash of Champions, um, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else? Um, they had uh, the first. I guess it was the first ever beer. Uh, how, uh, Horror Hound beer. It was. Put oh, out that's by right. Beverly yeah, that is the brewery Kevin Thorne. Yeah, was he, with. Yeah, he was there with them, and uh, so hold on, I, I have a question about this because last time you said Rhino was with the other one. Do they just randomly? No, pick no, these are different booth? guys. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying he was Rhino last year. Rhino was with the the Tim with Tim, with Tim, Tim and Harley. Harley, and then they no. had Kevin Thorne with the beer people. No, but Kevin Thorne is with that beer company. Oh, he actually yeah. part of that. He, he has oh, something okay. involved. Like I don't oh, know if he has okay. stake in it or what. I, I don't know if it's that or if they just hired. Uh, you know, they got him to. You know, no, nah, I'm pretty in. sure he had some other involved. Maybe he, not. He, the guy, the guy, the guy was having the argument with about being on camera seemed like he Gosh. was part of the part of the 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 group themselves. Uh, yeah. Not, I don't know not if they the brewer, invited but, him or what, but uh, but yeah, like like Brad said, we talked to him for uh, several minutes, just BSing and talking wrestling and and uh, UFC. Uh, so that was fun. I mean, it was just really back. So that that it was pretty cool. I'd never actually watched him wrestle when he was in with WWE, so I've never seen him. I I, had, I didn't recognize right away either, but 
Um, Oddly enough, I knew the name, didn't know, like, didn't know him by sight, but the name, I knew the name, but didn't know him by sight. Well, here's what's funny. Friday before you got there, um, we were standing in line for a beer, and I looked back and I go, that dude is freaking huge. I didn't realize it was Kevin Thorne. <laughs> and I just saw this big dude dressed up. So in you're this... just imagining, you're just admiring like, men while you're in the beer line, huh? That's true. <laughs> no. No, but I was like, he's that, cheating on you. I said, if that dude is not a professional wrestler, he needs to be. And it turns out he was. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, was there anything that um, that we've missed or anything you want to add? Uh, I'm just just that. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to see everything. Uh, there were panels we didn't mention. Uh, there were panels uh, with casts, like they had the entire well, not the entire cast, but several members of uh, Candyman, who you will uh, will have featured here in October on the show. Uh, with Tony Todd, the director was there as well too. He was the one that was sitting next to Tony Todd, and then Ted Raimi was also. He was looking a little lonely now. That I think about it. Every time we looked past him, he was like watching Tony Todd's table full of people, and nobody at his. <laughs> <laughs> I felt kind of bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also there were they also had movie screenings as well too, um, which we didn't get to see any of those. I was wanting to see the uh, the Exorcist, the first episode of that. But just we were just so busy doing th- doing other things, we didn't have time. Yeah, we're so all right, we're so busy, we didn't have time. <laughs> yeah, to, we to go see a new movie, TV show. Uh, I I would say um, I did meet I did meet a new friend that uh, from like liked us on uh, on our Facebook and Twitter, following us now. Her name was uh, Zombie Fly Girl on Twitter at Zombie Fly Girl on Twitter. So she's now a follower of us and found out that I had a kindred zombie liking kind of zombie loving spirit that watches the same shows that we we frequently watch so she's going to be listening to us from now on as well no oh, right on well, we'll cool. see how many episodes she makes yeah. before yeah, we'll she happens <laughs> before she just here. reads like whenever you ask her how she liked the show and she just recites the description from <laughs> well, that's when you'll know <laughs> yeah and uh, i had a great time and this uh, Horror Hound, honestly, is one of my favorites to go to. And uh, we just want to, th- you know, thank everybody at Horror Hound <laughs> and thank the celebrities and everybody yeah, else. Oh, <laughs> I forgot we have it's video. So great. I'm telling Corey to say thank you. <laughs> I, keep, I forget the camera's staring right at me. But, um, yeah, that is uh, our Horror Hound episode. What song did you pick? Oh. So Corey thought we were going to go with the Halloween theme, but I thought it wasn't strong enough. So I had to go with a movie that actually was strong enough. So I went with the Stephen King's It theme. <laughs> of course. Because we all know it's did. a better movie God than Halloween. damn it, Corey. The spider. Ben, if you had have said something about ben, the I damn know. spider. Proven, been proven on this podcast. We wouldn't have to keep dealing with it all the time. This is your fault. I know. Completely it's, it, your it's fault. It's us, what, two years later? <laughs> It has a very good ha- Halloweenish, scary type feel to it, though. I still stand by it's a better uh, horror theme song than the than the Halloween. Even one. though you couldn't get anybody to agree with you that it was better than kill, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh yeah, that That's is true. true. That's that is true. true. That's a, even my own daughter. Yeah, yeah. I do uh, have to say though, I, I really episodes. enjoyed um, Horror Hound. So thank you to Nathan and all the the uh, the celebrities and fans and. And vendors at the convention. This is one of my first horror conventions, and I actually really enjoyed it. And didn't think I was going to have that much to, to really be excited about. And I actually came away with a lot of really good, really good feels from that weekend. Yeah, it's awesome. So for Corey Miller, Vic Miller, I am Brad Scott. We thank you again for listening to the showdown, and we'll talk to you next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.